there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. We want you to break out that shitty piece of plastic and that Mario Paint mouse that you've grown to love and make a list with us. Join us on this episodic episode where we count down from 10 to 1 of our top 10 favorite games. I am player 1, Toby. Next time, I get a stunt cat. And I am player 2, Goobs. You can tell I'm excited as fuck tonight. Yes, I'm excited as well because this is going to be fun. It's going to be a little bit different than our normal uh, episodes because usually what we do is we pick one uh, older video game or new. We Hell, we've done a couple of new games. But we usually break them down, uh, talk about the gameplay, talk about the story, talk about the publishing history of the game. Talk about how much we hate it or love it with a rage meter, then we rank the game overall at the end of the episode. This is episode 10. We made it to 10 episodes. We made it to 10. Looks like we made it. Look how far we come, my baby. Shania Twain reference. That's what you get on this show. <laughs> now, I, I know what you're all thinking. There's there's a secret stage episode that we just released last week. Uh, that doesn't count in our normal numbering system. So, no, we just wanted to review a fun video game movie. Yeah, that's, that's a bonus thing. So, 10 regular episodes is what we're saying here. Like Goop said, we are going to give you a top 10 list of our... Favorite games of all time, if we were on a desert island and we had 10 games and somehow had the electricity, TV, and consoles (laughs) to play these games, (laughs) this is what we would play for the rest of our lives. And these are games that we could pick up and play at any point in time in our life, no matter what. Like, you're sitting down and you're going to have the greatest time ever playing these games. Right. And now, okay, first off, I want to ask you a surprise question. Okay? Because I didn't give you any heads up on this. I want to know, top two consoles of all time. What are your top two favorite uh, video gaming consoles? Oh, uh, yeah, you sprung that on me. Well, N64 came to mind right away. I love, like, getting together with friends, banging out the four controllers, playing some Pokemon Stadium, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, wrestling, playing all sorts of great party games on there. They have some great single-player games as well but yeah that's definitely one of them and i gotta go super nintendo the massive catalog library there you're on the cutting edge of gaming like back in the late 90s and absolutely amazing system what about yourself good sir i'm gonna agree with you on the super nintendo i i love super nintendo uh a a lot of my my favorites are for super nintendo 
But I'm going to cheat and say PlayStation 2, since it was also backwards compatible, and you could play PlayStation 1 games. Yep. So I've got PlayStation 2, and then the massive library of PlayStation 1 and 2, plus the uh, Super Nintendo. So those are my top two favorite consoles. Well, that's a good good couple duos there. Yeah, and that's mostly what I collect for, for my, my personal collection, is uh, PlayStation and Super Nintendo. Yeah, so I'm going for an N64 collection, slowly but surely. You know, there's... For... Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. You know, there's there's not a whole bunch of Nintendo 64 games when you really look at it. There's only like a couple hundred uh, if you're trying to collect a, a full run of the 64 games. Yeah, and I don't care about boxes. It'd be nice to have them, but as long as I have the cartridges, I'm a happy as a clam. <laughs> See, okay, speaking of clam, the only cartridge-based system that I have to have the cases for are Sega, because I like those clam cases. Sega! Oh, yeah, they're nice, and they're durable as hell. Look how long they last. I, I know, so... But they're much less valuable than the paper ones that I've grown to find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like Sega cartridges, uh, when I find them loose, you know, at thrift stores and stuff, but I, I like the, uh, when they're boxed. Does they have a label on top of it? Unlike 64? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. You can buy aftermarket shit, so. Yeah, that's the only thing that failed on the uh, 64, was they didn't put a damn label at the top. And me, I have to go take it all off. I, I wrote on top of the games. <laughs> <laughs> is it Little Goob's handwriting, or is it Older Goob's hey, handwriting? Older Goob's handwriting looks like Little Goob's handwriting, <laughs> let's be honest so it's here. it's all the same. Yeah, you don't know which part of the time it came from. <laughs> hey, he still writes like a four-year-old. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's dive into this top ten list for... Look at us with banter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most we've ever bantered, I think. <laughs> well, this is kind of like an offshoot episode, so... Yeah, we can do what we want. This is our show. Let's kick this games off. The top ten games that we can pick up any time. Some of our favorites. Probably all of our favorites. So we're going to start with number 10 and work our way up to the number one game. And this is just our opinion. We're not pulling anyone else's list. These are our own personal favorites. So uh, I'd like to let you go first, kind sir. Okay, well, I recently scrapped number 10 for another game. Because <laughs> it's hard thinking of your top 10, like, go-tos, your mainstays. But I'm going to go to the 64 right away here. I'm going to kick this off with a game you probably thought would be much higher up for me. I'm going to go with No Mercy, released November 17th, 2002 on N64, developed by Asmic Ace Entertainment, Aki Corporation, and published by THQ. One of the greatest vid- like series of wrestling video games. This one had it all. They had the ladder matches, they had cage matches, the customization of all the characters, the titles... And just playing with your friends with this game, getting four guys together, or girls. My wife really loved to play this game as well. And just low-blowing people till you hear the ding in the dick. <laughs> well, see, I I love that game as well. And I, I'm kind of kicking myself because I forgot to include it, even in my honorable mentions. So, see, that's what happened. It, there's... Uh, there's two. Jen's like, what about this game? I'm like, fuck you for mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of uh, hard to, to just pick 10 when there's, you know, we've been playing. How long have you been playing video games for? Let's let's answer that real quick. Uh, Since 1987. 87, yeah. So that's, that's a couple <laughs> years. Let's just. 30 years. <laughs> I've been playing since, you know, at least 93 or 4 when, you know, when I first could understand. Oh, okay. That's how you make Mario jump, you know? So, I mean, places I was four, so... Yeah, I would say I, I was 
five or so, so uh, 93-ish. So, yeah, I mean, we've been playing... For, we there's Many games have uh, gone through our consoles and uh, TVs. Slipped through our fingers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there's Rotting so many... our brains since 1984 <laughs> or 1987. There's so many good games that I've probably forgot that I've played until I turned it on. I'm like, oh, I have played this before. So, uh, would you like me to give you my number 10? I would love it. Give me your big 10. Okay, so... I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and give you a pre-warning. Some of my games you're going to be like, "What?" But I love What? Yeah, yeah, you're going to That's exactly right. I love the Scarface game called Money It's Scarface Money Power Respect. Uh it was released by Sierra in uh I guess it was released in the North American region uh, October 8th, 2006. It's a turn-based strategy game and it's on PSP. I, I don't I've never played the PS2 or Xbox whatever else it was I released. I played the on. Xbox one. That was kind of like a Grand Theft Auto ripoff. Yeah. See, this one is not cuz that's what I thought I was buying back in the day when I bought it. I thought I was getting like a a, a smaller version of it. And it's it's a turn-based. It's kind of like Risk. You're you're trying to uh take over areas and and build up your drug empire and, and hiring people to your thugs and stuff. It's, it's a, it's like a board game almost. It's really fun. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, no. So it's, 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 it's a little bit different and I got a couple of these weird ones on here, but I love it. And I, I don't know what happened to my copy and I had to search it out and find it again. And it took me, once I remembered about it, it took me like a year to find it. And I don't know why. And now I find it all the damn time. Like every every thrift store <laughs> I go Get out of here. Smack yeah. it away with the fly swatter. Uh, it's stupid. But uh, it's a good cheap game. It's fun. PSP. Uh, Scarface Money Power Respect. That's my number 10. You want to hit Might me with your... have to see if I can procure that game. Yeah. Hit me with your uh, number 9. My number 9 is going to come rolling in with a big ball here. I'm going to go with Katamari Damacy. Released in Japan March 18th, 2004 for PS2 and North America on September 1st, 2004 on PS2. Developed and published by Namco. This is a game where your little cousin and you roll around with the big rainbow space god, your father looking down on you, and you go around nice and small. You start off small first, like say you're in a living room, and you're a ball, you roll around, you pick up things like thumbtacks and paper clips and you just escalate and grow from there. You start picking up bigger things like water bottles. Then you get even bigger and you go for cars, houses, buildings, mountains. It's just, it's such a quirky little fun game. And there's so much little things going on in it. Like sumo wrestlers running around half naked. You can <laughs> suck them up and put them in your ball. And I just love how the people still squirm while they're on the ball while you're rolling around. This is one game I really, really enjoy playing. I'll pick it up anytime and just, just lose yourself. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it, lighthearted fun, and uh, I hate getting scorned though when you don't make your planet big enough. <laughs> when he talks shit to you, basically. <laughs> yeah, and he starts shooting lasers at you, yeah. and you gotta avoid it. And he talks, but he praises you so much when you make that great big ball. <laughs> that is a really, really good one. That's a good, uh, solid number nine. Uh, for my number nine, I've got a Game Boy game called Wario Blast. It is basically a Bomberman game uh, released by Hudson Soft. And it was released in uh, 1994 in November in the North American region. Uh, it's it's Bomberman with Wario in it. And I used to play this game all the time. It may have been because it was one of the few Game Boy games I had. Uh, yeah, I remember having that game as well. Tons of fun. Oh, it's a blast. It's, oh, there's that was pretty punny. 
but no, it's 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 if you ever played a, 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 a Bomberman, you go around, you blow up blo- uh, the little blocks. It's kind of like a overhead puzzle kind of game, and you have to figure out what walls to blow up, and you have to blow up enemies. Uh, this one is just strictly you're fighting the enemies and trying to blow up everyone. So it's cool. I love it. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites. I'll pick it up at any time and, and play it. Again, another solid number nine. And most of these games we're talking about are inexpensive that you can go try out. Some of them may be on Steam like later on on the list. And uh, you can just sort them out at your local retro video game store. Or find them at yard sales. Or swap meets, because that's a thing. <laughs> uh, so what do you got for number eight? Number eight. I'm going to the SNES on this one. Going for one of the hardest games I've ever played and beat. And it's a bitch because you got to beat it twice. And if you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh my god! Yep, that's a uh... release date. Japan came out October fourth, nineteen ninety one, on the Super Nintendo. North America came out in November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one, on the Super Nintendo. And it, as you know, this is made by Capcom. Yep. Uh, and this is uh, you're following Arthur. I think that's his name. Yep, I might Arthur. just sound stupid there. Yeah, you're Arthur. You're going to save the princess stolen by a demon and you go on through these levels that get increasingly hard get different power-ups and different suits on the way you can charge up your weapons and uh if you get the torch you're fucked (laughs) super super hard game especially when you realize when you beat it it's a lot of memorization to get to where you gotta go and then uh lots of respawns and all that hell that you love and then uh you have to go all the way back and then beat it again yep yeah to to get the true ending you have to beat it two times and it's only harder the second time around i don't yes. think i've ever beat it to be honest for a second time uh, it, it took about six months of going hard <laughs> just i'm not even gonna lie that's memorizing. like the only thing i played yet no i, I was like i'm fucking beating this because everyone's saying how hard it is and everything and i needed that like in my life i need to be able to say i beat this game i made it my bitch you, you push arthur is my bitch you pushed out the basic algebra and learned all the patterns for uh <laughs> ghosts and goblins <laughs> 3.14 bud <laughs> uh okay so my number eight you've already said it as your number nine katamari uh how do you say it katamari Damacy? Damacy. Damacy. That's how I say it. I, see, I... Because you just think of the song. Na, 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 Katamari Damacy. <laughs> the music, yeah, infectious. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I mean, really, you could put any Katamari game there, but that one specifically, like, uh, uh, what's the... I t- something I... We love Katamari. We love Katamari. Touch my Katamari for the uh, yeah. Vita. They're okay. They're, it's the same game, but it's best with the you know one of the original formulas i can't remember if there's one before that one but that's that's, that's the, the first one. one that i know of okay is it the first one in the series it's they're all the same game but that's the best one so they get more levels and more stuff and like later on but can't touch the original it was so quirky when i first rented yes i rented this game at first i'm just like what the hell is this <laughs> and i'm like i'm buying this game now right uh that's funny that's on both our lists yeah like, <laughs> well that just shows how how uh kooky and fun it is like i feel like anyone i've ever showed that game to they're like oh that's kind of dumb and then they sit there and watch you for 10 minutes and they're like okay I, I, give me the remote and then you can't yeah. get it back every single yeah, they time just love building that little ball and you get all different cousins to unlock like it's so much fun i love the one with the miso it's like a soup bowl <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh 
yeah, tons it's a, of challenges to do. Very, very entertaining game. I'm sure we'll cover that in depth more. Yeah, one day. we will definitely have to cover that one soon on the show because now I'm I'm itching for it, and I think I should have put it a little You're higher itching now. Those big balls. I'm itching for the big balls. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, number seven? What are you sitting at on number seven? Number seven. I'm going going to an ultra violent game right now, and I'm going to a state called Miami because uh, Hotline Miami would be that game. It was released on October 23rd, 2002 on Windows, June 25th, 2003 on PS3, Vita, and August 19th, 2014 on PS4. Developed by Detonation Games and published by Devolver Digital. And it's pretty much like, you know the old Grand Theft Auto style, the top-down? Yes. It's like that, but you're in, like, you have rooms that you gotta go through, like you got floors. And it's one-shot kills, like, you're fucked if you get hit. And he's got to go through, blow these guys' head off. Very convoluted story. Like, some people still don't know what the hell is going on in it. <laughs> but the challenge of this game is there. I love challenging games. This is another game I just sat down for hours and played and played and played. Just to memorize where the bosses, not the bosses are, where the guys with the guns are. And, like, you got to use those tactical rules just right or hide behind the door at the right time so you don't get shot or bit by stupid dogs that are fucking everywhere. <laughs> Super frustrating game. Super fun game. Uh, always a go-to for me. One of my favorites. Very cool. So, for my number seven, I went the complete opposite way from Violent and went happy. Uh, I've got Parappa the Rapper on PS1. Uh, it was uh, published by Sony. It was released November 17th, 1997. It's basically uh, Guitar Hero before Guitar Hero. Yeah, it is. You gotta believe! It's this little uh this little cartoon dog and everything's like a flat animation like it looks like a kind of looks like Paper Mario. Yep. Uh, but uh you have to hit the buttons in the sequence and there's a, a little story. It's kind of cute. Yeah, he just wants to get a date, yo. Yeah, he's trying to get a girl. We we all can relate and and how we all rap to get women. Yeah, how we rap <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but uh, it's a fun game. Uh it's goofy. The songs are goofy it's infectious to sing like as soon as you you hear the songs you kind of you'll you'll learn them and then i still sing them to this day punch, punch it's all in the rhyme <laughs> so uh that's my number seven that's a solid one man i fucking totally forgot about that game. yeah uh let's move on to number six what do you got for six? Oh, oh number six here grab your balls again i'm with the balls on this theme but these are special kind of balls, and I'm talking about Pokemon Red. Release date January, or fucking not January. I meant to say in Japan, February 2nd, 1996 on the Game Boy. North America, September 2nd, 1998. Two-year gap there. So like the popularity grew, and then the Pokemon Nation just fucking took right over. Right. Hell yeah, uh, developed man. by Game Freak, as you guys know, and published by Nintendo. And, uh... Who didn't love just, like, when they found out about this game, just getting it, challenging your friends, trying to level up, become the master, get all the pokes, get that little hacks so and get all the rare candy, get those level hundreds on your team, and just <laughs> run to the elite and just kick their fucking ass. Oh, yeah, many, many hours using the Game Shark and uh, cheating my way to have Pokemon on 100 and... Or without <laughs> this is awful. Well, they have that in-game hack where you can go like float around and get rare candies at the asshole. Yeah, yeah. See, so I remember one of my buddies uh, got would get to play his game more than me, and he would level his shit up real quick. So I would uh, cheat and uh, get some rare candies and and get caught up so we could battle because he'd always whoop my ass. But I, I never went above his level. I just got us caught up. Little did I know there's actually strategy. 
and it doesn't boost up the stats when you do that. It yes, just, exactly. It just so I would still get my ass kicked all the time. But anyways, that's a. But it still looked nice to have the level hundred yeah. next to your, <laughs> your Pokemon. Okay, so um, my number six, and I just kind of brought it up a second ago. Paper Mario for the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, it was uh, produced. That was on my list. This is a great game. Yes, uh, it was produced by Intelligent Systems. It was released in the North American region February 5th, 2001. I thought this was the best sequel to uh, uh, what was the RP- Mario Super Mario RPG. Yes. I love Mario RPG. That's, that's probably one of my favorites for Super Nintendo. But I wanted to have another Nintendo 64 game on here. And plus, I... I love this game. It's it's all everything looks like it's 2D animation, just like Parappa the Rapper. Um, maybe it's there's so a theme. quirky and funny too, and its execution it's it's really really well done. There's multiple different games on other systems like with the same paperness. Yeah, it's now it's got a battle system, uh, like it's a turnstile battle system, uh, kind of like a Final Fantasy or something like that. So I don't know. It's just it's a it's goofy. You you get to level up some characters and have different characters in your party and and there's a a lot of choices that you get to make in it so i don't know i had a lot of fun with that so that is my number six oh it's a definite must have for the 64 if you're collecting for it yeah uh what do you got for five number five i am going with a ps1 game Ooh. yes i'm going with uh, my only rpg on this list and a lot of people probably like oh final fantasy he's picking final fantasy no i'm not I'm going with Legend of Dragoon. Oh. And it was released in Japan December 2nd, 1999 on the PlayStation, of course, and North America June 13th on 2000. And it was released as a PS Classic that you can pick it up right now on the Jan- May 1st, 2012. Hell yeah, because yeah. it's a four-disc game, so it's... Uh, it's probably better to play it on a uh, on from the uh, PlayStation Store now, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> you don't have to fucking take the disc out, and the one disc is scratched. And <laughs> you get all the way to the fourth disc, and it's all scratched. Uh, no, it all. was it was the third disc for me. Oh, <laughs> that's that's such a sad story. That's what happens when you lend your games out to people. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, it's developed by SCE Japan Studio and published by Sony Computer Entertainment, so it's a Sony original, pretty much, and. Um, this game is so in-depth, there's like backstabbing galore, and you get the, the battle systems like the classic turn-based combat, but you can power up your moves when you get the special Dragoon armor, and oh man, some of the combos looking from this game are absolutely beautiful. It's I really highly recommend this if you're in RPGs and haven't played this game. Absol- absolutely amazing. I'll have to check that out, I've never even heard of it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah it's... It's a must-play. Like, if you like RPGs and turn-based combat, this is up there as one of the greats. I like this more than any Final Fantasy game, as you can tell, because it's not on the list. Spoiler. (laughs) Well, my number five is uh, Super Mario 3 for the Nintendo. The original Nintendo. This game was released February 12, 1990 by Nintendo. I mean, what more is there to say? It's, It's a classic. You got warp whistles, you got white walls. Yeah. Tanuki suit, you got the boot, like, Giant Land. There's so much iconic shit about this game. So, Kristen and I just recently got a Nintendo Classic, and uh, we we played through quite a bit of um, Mario 3, and uh, that's all I was waiting for. I was wanting to get to that stupid giant level. I don't know why the inner kid in me is just like, they're so big. So, I don't know. 
That's the best level on that whole and oh, best dude, world. on Mario Maker, that's all I do is make giant levels. <laughs> See, I haven't got to play that yet. That's I may have to get that just so I can make giant stuff. But uh yeah, so Super Mario 3, I, I'd say that's the best one out of the original three. I'm quite a fan of two, even though how it's like Doki Doki Panic or yeah. I think that's what the game was called. Yeah, that's exactly but what it I, is. I'm really fond I'm fond of all the Marios. You can't cannot hate that little plumber. I know, I know. But three three's got a special place in my heart and I can play it anytime. Uh let's move on to number four. Number four is get her fucking bandanas on and go back to Shadow Luke. So I'm picking Street Fighter Two, the World Warrior. Release date North America, February sixth, nineteen ninety one in the arcade and Japan on uh, nineteen or June tenth, nineteen ninety two on the Super Nintendo, and it finally hit America on July fifteenth, nineteen ninety two on Super Nintendo as well. It's not too far behind on that one. And again, Capcom game, Capcom, Capcom, Capcom for oh, me, folks. Yeah, the Capcoms uh, kind of rule uh, normally for us. Uh, I don't have too many. Yeah, on we my love list, the Capcoms, but Capcom and, uh, is solid. I always have fond memories of this game. I had an arcade like ten minute walk from my house and. I'd be able to go on the weekend with a stack full of quarters and just, like, waiting in line to play Street Fighter against the older guys because I was a little kid pretty much. And, you know, I wasn't fair too well, but that challenge, though, like, you get better just getting your ass whooped over and over and over <laughs> again, losing tons of money. Yep. But eventually, you get pretty decent at the game. <laughs> and I just miss arcades so much. Oh, me too. Uh, So, for my number four... Now, you kind of stole one of mine. Uh, I'm putting Pokemon Red, but since you stole it, I'm going to I'm gonna shift over to Pokemon Yellow. Pikachu! Uh, because I love that one equally as much, just because uh, you can. there's a few more things uh, throughout the game you can do that you can't do in Red. And, yeah. and there's more Pokemon, and yeah, I know some people don't like it because Pikachu's following you around the entire time. Like uh, the... Well, I hope they don't buy the new Switch version coming out. <laughs> right. I can't wait for that, too. But uh, the yellow version came out, since you already gave all the specifics on it, but the, the yellow came out October 19th, 1999. It came out a little bit later, uh, which has basically become a, a staple for the Pokemon franchise. They usually release two games. And then about a year later, they release a third game that's kind of like the mixture of the two. So they, they've they done that ever since with like uh, gold and silver. What was the, the middle one on that one? Plat- uh, platinum? Uh, I might be wrong. No, emerald? Yeah. No, that's... I can't remember, but they've done it a lot, you know. Uh... No, emerald green was with ruby. Yeah. Uh, Sapphire. Man, there's so many <laughs> Diamond? Diamond? Diamond. There was diamond. That's right. So... Uh, jackal jackal is it a jackal <laughs> uh but yeah so i'm i'm putting it at number four you had it a little lower on your list so oh because i got so much fucking gold for me coming up <laughs> okay i gotta hear what number three is then Sonic boom oh uh, number three is going back to super nintendo here going for evo or evo search for eden release date in japan it was de- december 21st my fucking birthday 1992 in North America, July 15th, 1993. And I didn't pick it just because it's my birthday. <laughs> Developed by Almanic and published by Enix. And this game is kind of an oddball one. You start off as a fish and you the whole thing is to evolve. You grind, get evolution points, and you become like... You just end up going through evolutionary scale. You become like a dinosaur, like a predator, like a lion kind of thing. You just go through as a platformer. Tons of fun, has a little bit of RPG elements with leveling up and stuff like that, but man, I've probably played through this game no less than a hundred times, because <laughs> anytime, like, 
I don't have this game per se because it's fucking expensive. It's super it's like, expensive, yes. It's like the two to four hundred dollar range. It's really pricey. So if you want to play it, check it out in emulator style because. <laughs> Like, we love collecting here, but some games are just out of your reach, and yeah. we understand that here. If you're on a budget, fucking get an emulator. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's it's absolutely classic for I, me. I still gotta try that one out. You've, you've been telling me about it for a couple months now, and I, I need to... I've been telling you for more than a month, I, maybe a year and a bit, <laughs> yeah, ever since we started talking about video games. <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. For my number three, we've actually reviewed this one. I, I'm gonna put... St- Bubble Bobble 2? <laughs> I know! <laughs> Streets of Rage 2 on the Sega, developed by Sega, released on December 20th, 1992 in North America, it's it's a day before my birthday <laughs> a couple of days before mine as well it, it's just it's a side scrolling beat em up it's wonderful if you want to go hear us go in depth and drool over it go listen to the episode we did on it it's it's with a, zinger yeah with zinger from the zing this podcast it was it's a fun game that's a good episode go check it out how about we move on to number two number two taking a deuce <laughs> Well, number two, I had to had to bring the blue bomber in here. Ooh. We all know. So I'm going with Mega Man 2. <laughs> there you go. Also known as Rock Band 2, The Mystery of Dr. Wily in Japan. Released in Japan was December 24th, the night before Christmas. Whoa, that would have been a... If your kid wanted that for Christmas, you're doing some fucking Jingle All the Way shit for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. 1988 on NES, and then North America came out in June 1989. No Pacific, no Pacific date, and developed by guess who? Capcom. Capcom. The best. I need to get like a Capcom ta- like tattoo, like I suck Capcom's dick. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a little on the nose, isn't it? No, <laughs> well, I love Capcom so much. If they had like a yeah, you know. <laughs> but who doesn't know Mega Man? You're the Blue Bomber. Oh. It's twenty XX. You're going around. You're killing the robot masters. You're fighting Doctor Wily. And this is the one I always had throughout my life. Still have my original copy of it. And, uh, yeah. I don't know why Mega Man 2 is just the music just gets to me as any Mega Man game. But I like this one the most out of all of them. And we have reviewed the first Mega Man in the series. So, also go back and check that one out. Because, uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We love our Blue Bomber around here. And I'm sure we'll be doing Mega Man 2 coming up shortly. Yes, hopefully. So, do you want me to move to my number two? I'd love you to take a big number two. So, going on the same streak as you, the same blue streak, it's the second installment of the series as my number two, Mega Man X. The Gonna super... give it to you? <laughs> um, this Mega Man can give it to me. So, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I was making a D of X reference. I know. You, you took it to a triple X reference. <laughs> Hey, it happens. That's what happens here. Yeah. So Mega Man in secret levels stays in secret levels. (laughs) That's right. So Mega Man X uh, was released on the Super Nintendo by our friends at Capcom, and this game was released December seventeenth, nineteen ninety three. They sure do like their December releases, huh? Yeah, they sure do. But uh, it's 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 a upgraded uh, Mega Man from the original series. He's been asleep for a long time. <laughs> well, he's been in a capsule for a long time. They opened him up, and there's a whole bunch of new bosses that need to be uh, battled. So it's like Demolition Man, the game. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's got some power-ups. He's got some new armor that helps him do some new things. 
It's a great game. Uh, eventually, we'll get to that series as well in our our Mega Man reviews. Yeah, because the uh, the new one comes out very shortly. Yes, or it might even be out as this episode is aired. Yes. Uh, okay, so before we hit number one, do you got a couple of honorable mentions you want to just uh, blast off your list? Well, I touched on them briefly. Like you want to, uh, Golden Eye is definitely like. Yeah. One of the best, like, home console four-player screen-watching motherfuckers. <laughs> Walking around throwing landmines, being odd job, and then, like, everyone bans odd job even to this day because he's a cheap little bastard. <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, Pokemon Stadium. Fucking Pokemon Puzzle League. Love my Pokemons. Uh, Kirby. Can't forget about Kirby. Uh, any Mario. Any Every game. There's I could go on for a fucking, like... <laughs> forever well, even a little game called chibi robo where you're a robot cleaning up a house <laughs> i find that enjoying so a, a couple i'm gonna blast through some of mine real quick i got super smash brothers for the nintendo 64 hell yeah uh mega man legends for ps1 the okay. the bouncer for <laughs> ps2 you, what, you don't like mega man legends that's ah, okay oh i love it i used to play the shit out of it two's not as good but anyways uh the bouncer for ps2 Sonic 3, and you can, with or without the Knuckles add-on, it doesn't matter. I love the music. I love the game. It looks beautiful. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, 3 for PS2 was one oh. of my favorites. And there's this... me, I was a Tony Hawk, like, OG guy. Oh, yeah, me too. I, now, number two has my favorite level, the uh, schoolyard. I, I love... And the soundtrack, too. Oh, Holy yeah. fuck. Oh, Man, now I gotta go play some Tony Hawk now after this. Yeah, I got the revamp copy. We should challenge each other. <laughs> well, and then uh, my last one on my honorable mentions is the Winter X Games, and I think it's 2001 for Xbox. It's a snowboarding game, and it was the first uh, sn- uh, game I had for the X, the original Xbox. And uh, I played the shit out of it, and I can't find it anywhere. Like, a, at least a decent-looking copy that's not all chewed up on the case and stuff, so... Uh, it's, it's, I don't know why it's so, it's, 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 is all, it rare? Like, is it worth no, money? No, no, it's checked, like, or? it's like eight bucks. I could order it off eBay. Yeah, I'm just all lazy. sports games are kind of uh, cheap. But it's, it's, it's nostalgic only, you know, it, because it's the first game I had on the six, uh, or 64, on the, on the, uh, Xbox. But, uh. The OG. Yeah, so let's. a big clunking beast. Let's, uh, let's reveal. Number one, Goose. Let's get a drum roll. Okay. Well, my number one, if you know me and you see me playing PlayStation or PS4, I'm probably playing this game. And uh, no matter what games I pick up, I will go back to this game constantly because it's never fucking ending. And I am talking about Biden of Isaac Afterbirth. It's the expansion the Biden of Isaac Rebirth. They added a whole bunch of stuff to it. There's an Afterbirth Plus with even more bad guys and monsters and power-ups. And, oh my god, the synergies. Oh, give me the synergies. <laughs> uh, the first release date for this game was October 30th, 2015 on PC. And May 10th, 2016 on PS4 and Xbox One. You can pick this game up right now. Absolutely a blast. Designed by Edward McMillan and developed and published by Nicholas, I think that's how you say it, N-I-C-A-L-I-S, Nicholas. Cute a letter. Uh, You're on your I'm, own on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with it. Or Nicholas. Let's go with Nicholas. I like it. Nicholas. Sounds sexy. Either way, I probably got one of those right. 
And it's a game where it starts off where Isaac and his mom are living together. Dad's not there. And Isaac's mom starts to go absolutely fucking bonkers. And she starts believing the TV is telling her to kill her son because Jesus is telling her to do that. And <laughs> she's a big, like, she loves God and everything. So what Isaac does is he hears this going on. He's like, yo, fuck this shit. So he crawls into a basement where you end up fighting her womb. You fight her leg. You fight your mom. You fight the devil. You fight angels. You you fight piles of shit. You fight abortive fetuses. You, like, oh, it's... It's, it's so dark and disturbed. <laughs> what was that? It sounds wild. It's dark and disturbing, but it's the cutest little dead things you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and the power-ups, it's, um... Ah, shit, what's the kind of... Uh, it's a roguelike game, so it's a different setup every time, different dungeons every time. You go deeper down, there's tons of shit to unlock, different power-ups, and you can, like, add stuff together so you get something different every time. It's... Oh, lots of replay values. What you're saying? Lots. Oh, I can't stop playing. It's the most addicting game I've ever played. Like <laughs> fuck World of Warcraft. This is this is it for me. This is my pedestal. This is my number one. This is my golden child. This is your game crack. Oh yeah. <laughs> like like sometimes when me and Jen are like, oh, you want to watch a movie? Yeah, let me run through a couple Isaac runs first. <laughs> like that's no word of a lie. And I like to thank Jenny for helping me out on some research on this episode. Well, well, thank you, Jenny, for for that. Uh, I, I wish I would have had some help, but I think I've got a good number one. It's it's this game I can pick up any time. It doesn't matter. I can pick up from the same save point from five years ago and still be happy. I'm gonna go with the October twenty eighth, two thousand and eight release of Fallout Three by Bethesda. It is one of my favorite games. It's a first-person uh, shooter, action role-playing kind of game. Uh, you're in a post-apocalyptic world. I love post-apocalyptic stuff. I love the Mad Max movies. I love Waterworld. Uh, there's a lot of references to to those in this game. Uh, oh, it's a great game. Uh, man, Huge, just, huge game. You can be good. You can be bad. You can be good half the time and then be bad the rest of the time. You, it, there's so many choices it's so open for and you. And everything impacts you in the end. It's Yes. And see, here's the thing. I don't like Bethesda's Elder Scroll games. I just, there's something, I can't get into the medieval stuff. But I love these games. I, I love the Fallout series, but specifically Fallout 3, it's simple. You don't have to make weapons. You don't have to cook food and do all this extra bullshit. It's... You don't have to make a habitat for people? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fucking build... That really threw me off in Ugh. 4, man. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I just want to fall out. Yeah, uh, but but Fallout 3, uh, I mean, it was game of the year. It's got a bunch of add-ons. It's it's a beautiful game. It's just... The story kind of is lame. I know that before anyone's like, that story sucks. It is lame. Don't, do the, don't ever finish the main story. Just do all the side quests that you can. So that's uh and blow the shit out of the city. <laughs> Don't ever blow up the city. That's terrible. <laughs> you have to do it at least once. I it's know. A cool I, cinematic. Yes, it is very cool. If you ever do it, it's super cool. The first town is a uh, what's the town called? I can't. Damn it! I, can't, I have no clue. I can't think of what it's called now. But uh, there's an, a big giant atomic bomb in the middle of the town, and they worship it and stuff. And uh, there's you can some, set it off. Yeah, there's there's some guy that's like set this off and we'll give you some money and if you can do it it's it's pretty uh, epic but anyways uh that is our top 10 uh i'm i'm real interested to see what other listeners uh top 10s are 
And yeah, post your top tens uh, in our comments. Yeah. Not in the comments, on our Twitters. Yeah, uh, you can get on our Twitter or Instagram and, and send us your top ten at Secret Levels Pod. Uh, we I, again, I'd love to see the different variety of, of top games because you know, yeah, see if any of our games make it on that list. And some of ours were very oddball, but like <laughs> we're so passionate about these games that it's yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finish him. Can you tell us uh, what you do for your normal podcast? Because this is your side podcast. Tell us about your, yeah, your main this is squeeze. My, my side bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about the main squeeze. You want to hear about it, right? <laughs> uh, it's the Derailers podcast, and that's with my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, and co-helper on this podcast tonight, helping me out a little bit. Thank you, honey. And my best friend, Ripkin, we sit down, we shoot the shit. We don't know where we're going to start, but we know we're going to end. And had a good time. So just jump on the train, relax, sit back, put the headphones on, and just have a laugh with us. Because yeah, you're going to get a few. I hate to say that, but you're, you might laugh a little. <laughs> I'm, and, I'm really upset that you're going to have some chuckles. Just try to be keep this serious and don't laugh when you listen to it. <laughs> that's impossible. Or improbable. <laughs> and then also you can check out Derailed Wrestling at Nerds Wrestling on YouTube. You can check us out there. We have a whole big credit roster on 2K18. We put these fuckers in our ring. We battle them out. There's some great stuff coming up. There's a ladder match coming up, or two of them. Spoiler alert. It's a lot of fun. We have some podcasters on there. Mr. Toby Von Doom's on there himself, yo, as yo. you know him as Player One. And um, he may be drugging me in some sort of way. You're going to have to tune in and find out. And it's better than the main product. It sure is. So what about you, Player One? Well, Where can we find your normal podcast with you, your tinfoils and shit? <laughs> well, you can see us uh, wrapped in tinfoil like tinfoil mummies at the Secret Transmission Podcast. We cover conspiracies, the supernatural, serial killers, cults, weird history, all kinds of goofy stuff. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. We have a Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod, and uh, come chat. If you like Satan, go listen to it. Oh, he shows up there sometimes. We have a producer. His name is Satan. He is the Satan. I sold my soul. Long story. Don't worry about it. Go check out that show. Um, Might also have some chuckles there. <laughs> I encourage the chuckles. <laughs> At first you were against them, and now you're for them. Make up your mind. <laughs> I will not, sir. So you can follow me, Player2, on Twitter at GoobsWN, and you can follow Player1 at Toby Von Doom. Oh, scandalous. We're all out of room on this list of top ten video games. Game over, folks! This podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Welcome back to the Casper House Podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shaggy. We're going to tell people about how we talk about all things conspiranormally. We talk about all things conspiranormally and paranormally speaking, correct? I don't know, and then we got to add that we're on iTunes, 
Google Play, Stitcher, Instagram, yeah. email. We're part of a paranormal team. It's on YouTube, paraholics.com. You know, absolutely nothing. No, nothing we at like all. Now, and I'll, I'll say this. A lot of people say we do little to no research, but we literally do little to no. We don't do any research. We, we have no research assistance. Yeah. We work full time. Hey, hey, Go for it, hey, Shaggy. Slow down, slow down. The earth is flat. I mean, you can always read the person's book. Are you mumbling again? Shut up. <laughs> uh, email us. But we're not on Facebook. Fuck Facebook. We hate Facebook. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. Fucking assholes. So, yeah, other than that, thank you for listening. Bye.